Hello everyone and Namaskar. So today I'm going to be reading a compilation of discourses by Baba titled, Who is the Real Guru? And this compilation is actually composed of uh, 19 discourses. So I'll read one by one separately. And the first discourse is a short one. Um, it's a reading from Ananda Sutram and it's titled, the Guru in the Light of Philosophical Scripture, First Sutra, 1-1 Shiva Shaktyat Makang Brahma Brahma is the composite of Shiva and Shakti. Brahma, cosmic entity, is the composite of Shiva, consciousness, and Shakti, operated principle. A piece of paper has two sides. Although they are two for the sake of argument, they cannot be separated from the one paper entity. Removal of one side of the paper jeopardizes the existence of the other. So is the relation of Purusha, Consciousness, and Prakriti, Operator Principle, in the Cosmic Entity. None of them can stand without the other. That is why it is said that they are in inalienable concomitants. Although as a philosophical word, Shiva or Purusha is extensively used, in common parlance the word Atma, Soul or Self, is more extensively used in the same sense. Shiva means witnessing Consciousness. So does Purusha. Ureshete Yasa Purusha. That is, the witnessship that lies quiescent in every entity is the Purusha. And Atman means that which is omnitelepathic. The physical sense of the body is telepathized on the mental plate. In other words, the physical sense is awakened in the mental plate due to the reflection that follows the impact of the crude physical waves on the mental plate. Similarly, the sense of every crude object is awakened in the mental plate as soon as the reflection takes place. Following the impact of the waves of the objects on the mental plate, identical mental waves hit the soul entity, causing the reflection of those mental waves, and this awakens in the unit a sense of its indivisibility from the soul. If, in the language of philosophy, mental waves, that is, thought, be called thought waves, then the reflection of the mental waves on the soul plate will have to be termed telepathic waves. And so in reference to the soul plate, we may say that it is telepathic to the mind. All mundane objects, crude, subtle, or causal, consist in mental waves or thought waves. And so in the fullest accord with reasoning and logic, we may call the soul omnitelepathic. It is because of this omnitelepathic Atman that the existence of all mundane objects, visible or invisible, large or small, find their factual substantiation and recognition. Had there been no Atman, the existence of everything would have been in jeopardy. Sutra 1-25 Bawa, Bawa Titayo, Satu, Taraka Brahma The bridge between Urguna Brahma and Saguna Brahma is called Taraka, liberating Brahma. The common point bridging together the empirical state of Saguna and the metempirical state of Nirguna is called Taraka Brahma. Taraka Brahma appears in Saguna embodied form as Mahasambhuti. Sutra 3-8 Muktiya Kaunkaya Sadguru Prapti Out of the intense desire for Mukti liberation, one attains one Sadguru, perfect master. When a vehement desire for emancipation wakes up in a person, he or she attains his or her Sadguru, true spiritual preceptor. 
on the strength of that desire. Sutra 3-9 Brahma eva guru reka na para Only Brahma is the guru, no one else. Brahma alone is the guru. Brahma alone directs the units to the path of emancipation through the media of different receptacles or bodies. No one except Brahma conforms to the real significance of the word guru. And the date given, given of course, for all the sutras uh, is 1962. Thank you.